You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. We're jumping into the fifth chapter of Eruvin, and we're now going to enter the essence of what some people think of as an Erov, because we're going to talk about the boundaries of a town, and, the, and we're going to talk about the distances between one town and another town, and how you measure a town. And we're going to be interested, by the way, in the fact that the Mishnah doesn't seem to explain to us the things that we seem to need to know. That Mishnah is quite impenetrable. And in order to understand the Mishnah, we, well, there are different ways into this. We, we can try to understand the Mishnah via learning the Gemara, but that will just take us a long, long time. And I don't want to trouble you with that on a day when we only have 10 minutes to learn the whole of the Mishnah. And sometimes the easiest way into the Mishnah in, to get just the idea of what the Mishnah is talking about is just to look at the Rambam, look at the Mishneh Torah. And as it happens, he, the, the Rambam has laid out some, actually in um, Hilchot Shabbat, a perfect explanation of this Mishnah. So if you don't mind, rather than trying to explain it in language which will be less precise than the language of the Rambam, I would just like to look at the language of the Rambam himself, itself. And then once we understand that, I think we'll understand the Mishnah perfectly well. So I'm sorry to be going into this backwards, but I think this is the best way of getting of actually attacking the subject. And the Rambam says, Whenever there's a residence that's outside the city, called Beit Dirashihu Yotse Minhamadina. So in other words, somewhere on the edge of town or outside town. And it's 70 and two-thirds amot outside. It's between it and between the town is 70 and two-thirds amot. Why is that important? Well, we learned a, uh, a couple of weeks ago I'm sure you guys will all remember that 70 times 70 is 4,900. And so the, and the, if you want, if you're interested in 5,000 square amot, which is essentially two bait sale or bait sale time, that's a really important measure of area. If you're interested in two bait sale, 5,000 square amot, you need to be thinking about an area which is just over... 70 by 70 amot. In fact, I mean, the real number is 70.71, by the way. I mean, I mean, if you can calculate this yourself at 70.71. And the Rambam is telling us 70 and two thirds, which is 70.67. So he's accurate, essentially, to three significant... He's as consistent with our maths to, to he's consistent with our maths to three significant figures which i think is quite impressive for someone who doesn't have the sophisticated calculation device so he says when you've got a residence which is outside a city but 70 and two-thirds or less from the city i.e the length of one of the sides of this 5,000 square cubit area if it's less than that distance it's considered to be part of the city and it's joined onto it and when we measure our 2,000 cubits in all directions for the Shabbat boundary, we measure from that residence, i.e. the outer residence of the town. And if one house is within and another house is 
70 cubits away and a third is 70 cubits away and so on. You have a whole string of houses all 70 cubits away. They're all considered to be one city. So in other words, as long as the as long as the houses, and they have to be residences, in fact, these are habitable residences, as long as the residences are within 70 cubits of one another, then they're all considered to be one city, even though the chain can exist for a distance of several days' walk. And when we measure, we measure from the last house. Okay, let's keep that in mind and let's look at the Mishnah. How do we make extensions? To the cities, and the extension that the word ma'abrim is the same word that you use. Uh, a, a, um, a fetus is an ubar, a pregnant woman is mu'uberet, a month is mu'ubar, um, uh, when it extends from 29 to 30 days, or a year is mu'uberet, um, when it extends from 12 to 13 months. When we extend something, sort of naturally, we call it mu'uberet. How do we how do we extend a town? A house um, projects, a house recedes, one turret um, projects, another t- uh, another recedes. If there were ruins, ten if there were Ruins that were ten fachim high. Ukshamim ufashot if they were um, bridges or nefashot. Um, I think I'll, well they're just translated here as sepulchral monuments. These must be graveyards. Sheyesh bahem beit dira. They have to be inhabited. So we're not talking about dead places here in terms of inhabitants. They have to be inhabited. And the Rambam makes the same point. Motzein et hamrida kenegdam. We extend the boundary of the town to include them. And we've got this word tavla again. Seems to be cognate with table or tablet. Just as we saw with a, with a circular town and a square boundary around it, we make a square so we can use the corners and here's a sort of a kind of a i just drew you a picture i'm sorry to be very late on translations i'm just drawing you these pictures so here you can imagine a picture of a town we've got houses scattered all over the towns houses scattered all over the town providing that they are the outermost one is less than 70 and a third cubits from the next one in we measure from the outermost ones but we don't measure the boundaries tightly. We take a square and we superimpose the square on the boundary of the town such that we always end up with a square-like object at the end. And then, in the words of the Mishnah, we can use the corners. We saw this concept before, using the corners. So that's how we're going to measure our town. And we'll see in a minute that Rabbi Meir will add a border Rabbi Meir actually adds an extra border to this. Let's have a look at the next Mishnah. Not nim karpaf la'ir, Rabbi Meir. According to Rabbi Meir, we give a karpaf. A karpaf we've previously translated as a sort of a wood store. Maybe, I'm not 
I'm wondering whether it's a wood store or sort of a general boundary yard type area, actually. Anyway, Rabbi Meir says we add a karpath. The sages say we only add a karpath, a karpath if there are two towns. Only if there were two towns and each one had 70 and a third uh, 70 and a third cubits around it. And then the sages say Osin in that case, let's have a look at the sages. So the sages will add this 70 out border. If there's another town, let's say next door, and if it's possible to join these two 70 amot borders together, 141 and two thirds amot in total, then we can uh, actually consider the two as one. So the final Shabbat boundary in this situation, according to the sages, will be the big kind of rectangle right around both towns. So that's the sages. Rabbi Meir will add a boundary, will actually add this boundary around any town. He doesn't require another town to be next door to it. So that's Rabbi Meir and the sages. Let's, thinking about this more strongly, maybe the sages would only add the karapath in the middle and not at the edges. We, we might just think and discuss discuss that a little more. Anyway, let, let's keep moving. The 141 and two-thirds starts to become more and more significant as we, we're going to get into triangular villages. We've got three villages arranged in a shape of a triangle. Look, I've, you know, I've drawn them out for you. We've got town one and town three, the two outermost villages, and they have 141 and two-thirds amot between them. So I've, we're thinking about these villages almost like the... Um, the, the the two villages, the two towns above where the sages add the boundary in the middle because there's 141 amot between them. So we've got two towns with a narrow space between them and we've got a, th- a third one in a triangle some way off. And by the way, it's impossible to understand this tri- triangle from the Mishnah and it's quote, it's copied in most I've seen it twice in two different commentaries. And this one looks very much like one which is printed in editions of the Rambam's commentary. But it, 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 I'm afraid it's completely impossible to understand this Mishnah without the picture, just as, it, as it's impossible to understand the first Mishnah without the, the piece from Hilchot Shabbat. So let's carry on with the Mishnah. So we've got three villages in a triangle. If between the two outer ones there's less than 141 and a third cubits, so there's less than 141 and two thirds cubits between the two outer ones. Asa emtsai et shloshtan liot kechad. 
all the, the middle one causes all three of them to be regarded as one. So it's very odd. The Mishnah doesn't actually tell us where the third one is at all. <laughs> the Mishnah doesn't tell us where the third one is. Maybe it's anywhere. And 141 and two-thirds Amot, by the way, between two villages for a width of a village is, is not very much. I mean, Amma is... 140 Amot is 70 yards. And the Gemara explains, and this is why the Rambam quotes this in his commentary, the Gemara explains that actually the town in the middle can be 2,000 Amot away. It can be 1,000 yards away. So we seem to be talking about an enormous amount. And, and we might think, looking at this, by the way, that this doesn't square and doesn't seem to match very well with the 70 Amot limit that we've had in um, when we've been looking at this sort of picture here. So I, I have to say I'm I remain slightly puzzled by these pictures, and it maybe it's worth sort of reflecting on them and thinking on them overnight. But um, we can talk more when we look at the next three Mishnah. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah podcast with Benedict.